0: deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. I'm Down deep in my soul. Down deep in my soul. Oh, yeah. Down deep in my soul. Thank you for joining us on this 22nd day of December, you know, and we do have joy deep down in our soul, and I hope you are feeling the same way. Oh, bless you, Lord God. I want to thank you for joining us. It's a Sunday morning live on a Tuesday. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. And God is so good. He is so good. You know, in spite of whatever may be happening, God is still good. This is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And you're inside the pages with none other. There's no better place to be than the Word of God. You know, for some it's the it's the uh it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. <laughs> You know, and uh, others is uh, winter uh, solace and Yule, Yule, and, you know, and, you know, Hanukkah has already passed. It was December 10th. And so, but, you know, it's truly been a year to consecrate and get closer to the Lord. That's what it's about. It's about being close to the Lord. The Lord should be able to look at you and say, that's my friend. That's a man after my own heart. That's a woman after my own heart. That's my son, you know, in whom I'm well pleased. You know, uh, did you know that Jesus grew up uh, into a man? I, Sometimes I have to wonder, do, uh, do some even recognize that he grew up? And he set an example for us to follow. So we could become the sons of God. Praise the Lord. Just thanking God, just praise him, you know, and uh, from whom all blessings flow. And and that's what I'm here to do. And I will do my best at pouring it all out uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, so that uh, there is a complete understanding about what, about the Lord and the time that he spent here with us, you know, and just thank God, uh, you know, uh, get close to God. I, I hope some was fasting today. Today was Tuesday. It certainly was my fast day, you know, and consecrating unto the Lord and, and just sitting down and just reading and thinking about the goodness of God and, and just, you know, and even focusing on the work, my, my uh, vocation and what I have to do, you know, but in uh, all of that was yet consecrating unto the Lord. And that's what we should be doing. Get close to God. The Lord said, If you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. You walk over to where God is, and He'll meet you. Matter of fact, He'll, he'll hear you before you call. Now that's, the, that's what the Word of God says. I, I wanted to say He'll meet you before you get halfway, but, but the Scripture says that He'll hear us before we even call. So we'll stick with what the Word of God says. Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. and Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. Uh, this Sunday coming up, the last Sunday of the month, we're going to have a guest speaker who is also a professional teacher in their vocation, uh, both, so both naturally and spiritually, God is using them uh, for his purpose, and they will be here ministering the word of God, so I want you to tune in at 8 a.m. for a Holy Ghost Field time, you know, and uh, let your soul be fed. Uh, many are going to be doing a lot of eating, you know, uh, over the next couple of days, uh, especially here in the, you know, Western culture and so in uh, many other places. But let your soul be fed as well. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I am faithful. Bold the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. No matter how you feel, you know, sometimes we feel a certain way, you know, and anyone that tells you that they don't sometimes cross that bridge, uh, that bridge cross certain, you know, feeling certain way, you know, go this way. uh, I I, I would have a hard time believing them, but even when you feel a certain way and your emotions and energy is running wild, uh, the still the best, the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And God knew that we would sometimes feel a certain way. You know, the scripture don't use that word, but he said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So he knew that there would be times that we would want to act out. <laughs> we want to do certain things, act certain ways, go certain places. But he says, Stand still. And so we, we want to stand still. I'm excited tonight, and again, I pray and hope that you are too. If you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click down on Demand to access the message archive. And if you're listening on Podbean or I Heart or iHeart or uh, TuneIn or, or Spotify, you know I'm sure that the the there's an archive of messages that are there to uh, share the share the Word of God with someone. Uh, that's what it's about—the saving of souls. And so I'm not going to bore your patience this evening. Uh, We're going to go right into the word of God. You know, we've been plowing through the book of Ezekiel, as I keep saying, and we're we're not done yet. But uh, there are so much and so uh, it's so much to learn, you know, about what God is doing and what he wants to do and what he is going to do. You know, and so Ezekiel 30, uh, chapter 33, uh, beginning at the seventh verse, the first word of prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus we thank you for your goodness thank you for your grace and your mercy lord god pray and ask that you would bless us lord god as we exhort your word this evening help us to uh be clear help us to decrease so that you may increase lord god bless the listeners those that are listening at this moment those that will be listening later lord god those that are at work maybe laying down for the evening or getting up lord god bless them lord touch those that are sick in their body that desire healing. Lord God, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible tells us in the seventh verse of that thirty-third chapter 33 of Ezekiel, and we've been talking about the watchman, and so we're going to continue on with uh, and finishing up the scripture And so it says, so so thou, son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die, if thou doest not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Nonetheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou deliverest thy soul. Therefore, thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel, thus speak, Thus ye speak, saying, If you, if our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how shall we then live? Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Stay tuned, ye. Turn ye, excuse me, turn ye, <laughs> turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will ye die, O house of Israel? Now you recall that we talked about the watchmen. you know, the watchmen. There is a watchman. There are a number of watchmen uh, that are on this planet, and so uh, they are watching for souls. They are watching for the souls that are in their care. They're watching... Uh, as many that you can walk past a complete stranger and God give you a word for them uh, to warn them of whatever or to bless them. However, God wants to use you. You know, you have to be, as a watchman, have to be ready for that. And Ezekiel was one of them. Now, the Bible tells us over in Isaiah, the first chapter, it said, the vision of Isaiah, the son of of Amos. And, and so it's uh, not only Ezekiel, but you had others uh, that were watchmen as well. And so th- this particular scripture here in Isaiah, it says, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of uh, Uzziah, uh, Jotham, Haz- and Hezekiah, king of Judah, hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord have spoken. And then dropping down to the 17th through the 19th verse, um, you can go back and read the uh, verses in between verse two and 16 on your time. It said, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plea for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, said the Lord. Uh, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, They shall be as wool if ye be willing. If you be willing, no one's going to force you to do it. Preachers, understand that. Uh, Evangelists, teachers. uh, If you have to force someone to do something, you always have to force them to do it. It should be willing and obedient. Then, because they meet that certain criteria of being willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. You know, I was, uh, my grandson and I, we were, he's eight and so we were on our way out we were going to go bicycle riding you know and um, he loves to uh, to ride and so I um, have to slow him down but we were on our way out to go riding and I said something and he didn't agree with me he didn't like it and his response was pop you know what you said has consequences you know we we going to deal with that and he was saying that his he was making it very clear there are consequences, you know, and I didn't dismiss his response to what I had said, because what he was saying is true. When we put something on an atmosphere, when we say something, when we do something, there are consequences. Now, uh, tonight we're talking about the, the watchman and we're talking about the power of the watchman. Uh, there are consequences. The Lord is speaking to the watchman. He's telling there's consequences if you don't, if you speak and there are consequences. If you don't speak, Uh, there's something that is going to occur or uh, something that's not is not going to happen. Uh, People of God understand there are good and bad consequences. So you need to go for the good. Don't go for the bad, but go for the good consequences are defined as the result or effect of an action or condition now the Seattle Seahawks uh, NFL football play, team uh, worked as a team and they they gathered together and as a result they clinched the division uh, yeah I'm sending out a little brag to someone right now but I just want you to know there's a good good consequences because of their teamwork and working together. And so when you work together, it can have good consequences the accompany. Consequences are any chain. As I said, it could be good, it could be bad, in the environment, following a behavior that makes makes the behavior more or, or less likely to happen. So there is commission, there is omission, So, you know, doing and not doing. And there are excuses that has consequences. You might even say uh, some when the consequences come, you know, based upon what they're doing, they they may even try to say, I didn't sign up for that. But listen. Not choosing is a choice when you choose not to do anything. I'm just not I'm not going to do anything at all. I'm just going to stay at home. I'm just going to go my way. I'm going to have it my way, you know, because that's the way I'm going to interpret it, forget what God says, you know, because there are so many that uh, are of that state of mind. But choosing is a choice. Or not choosing is a choice as well. And it has either good or bad consequences. You know, I was counseling with someone, and they made a decision. Uh, to cheat. Talking about consequences. They made a decision to cheat. And God exposed what they were doing in a dream. So the decision in which they had made uh, had not been revealed. God revealed it in a dream. And when they was confronted about it, they lied. Then they confessed because they saw that it was exposed. And you know, when people get caught, you know, I've seen people handcuffed. Crying because they're getting ready to go to jail, but they weren't crying when they were committing the act, when they were committing the crime. And so after they confessed, then they got a little bold. The devil, the spirit that was using them, took over and was allowed to take over. And they lied and continued down the path. They placed God and their family to open shame because the emotion of it looked very enticing. Sin can be very enticing, but it's enticing because it's in your heart. The Bible says, the children of Israel showed us an example of this throughout the book of Ezekiel. The Bible says that God does not tempt us with evil. He doesn't tempt us with sin. Why would he deliver us from something and then put it back in front of us? That No, God doesn't do that. The Bible said we are drawn away with our own lust, meaning that it's in our heart. It is something that has not been purged. The emotion of it looks very enticing, and therefore, it, until it is resolved, it remains an unresolved issue of the heart. Now, after they came out of that particular instance and was counseling again, they said in a session, I didn't know that, uh, that we're talking about consequences. They said, I didn't know that what I did would end in divorce they lost their house excuse me they lost their job and so on because of consequences they thought the outcome would be like a hollywood movie and it was it was more like elm street instead of what you see on many of the soap operas that you know those things are romantic you know the gentleman that i was speaking with and you know, and others that I've spoken with that have fallen into situations and, circu- and suffered the circumstances uh, were devastated by what went on. And they had to rebuild their life as best as they could. And the only way you could, you need God to help you because there's unresolved issues in the heart. If we stop, remember, the Lord said to the watchmen, warn the people, warn them. Warn them. And so if they had received the warning when it first came and had repented, life would be different instead of a continued struggle. Uh, instead of still living and being someone's sidekick, you know, men can be sidekicks, too. And so you, you have to be uh, you have to be careful. You know, you think you're getting over it when you're really not. And some of the issues and things that people are dealing with is because it is unresolved issues. When God sent the warning, they said, no, I don't want to hear. And so uh, God is, is merciful. He will allow a little bit of something to happen. But that understand that little bit as it adds up, you're dying. You're slowly dying and people don't get it. They think because they didn't drop dead at the moment. But listen, you could be slowly dying. I read this quote It says we lie to ourselves in order that we may still have the excuse of ignorance. The alibi of stupidity, the incomprehension, possessing which we can continue with somewhat of a good conscience to commit and tolerate the most monstrous crimes. Don't lie to yourself. Like you, I have seen a lot of things play out uh, this year, 2020, and I pray it doesn't carry over. I pray and hope that those that hear this message, with, you know, that the word of God, uh, uh, deal, you cannot keep reading the scriptures and reading the word of God and, and, and live an unholy life. Uh, you know, uh, don't you know that after a while, the heart, the heart becomes continues on a path of being, uh, becomes callous. And because it becomes callous, then uh, listen, you you need to, you, you need some help. You need help. And so there are a lot of things that have carried on throughout this year. And I'm praying that it doesn't carry over as the Lord tarry, but I'm afraid. I'm also afraid that it will, unless the stony heart becomes a heart of flesh. So you have to let revival break out in you. You have to ask God to create a clean heart and renew a right spirit within you. Watchmen, the watchmen, the watchman has, uh, has to deal with a, uh, what is real life and real people. Uh, so they are dealing with the power of God. Ezekiel 33 and 7 says, So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. The power of the watchman is established by the one making the selection, and that is God. God makes the true watchman, not the seminaries, not the theological centers, not your parents. Oh, my baby is going to be a preacher. Listen, unless that word came from heaven, uh, you need to pray about that. Uh, Because it is a calling. It's a calling. It's not even and some things are not even considered by many. uh, All they hear is preacher and they think about praise. They think about accolades. But many preachers will tell you that. Uh, that it, it doesn't uh, praise and accolades are, are are a small thing compared to the work that it that has been assigned by God. Nothing about the service of the watchman is mentioned when they talk about being an under shepherd or being an overseer or being a servant or pastoralship ship or in leader. None of nothing is mentioned at that time. And it should be. Understand the power of the watchman in specific. The watchman has a responsibility. The Lord told him to watch over the house of Israel, watch over the church. The power of the watchman—he has super hearing, both day and night. You know, one of the episodes in Superman, he he flies up into outer space and he's just uh, floating there. But he can still hear everything that is going on, and he has to try to filter out, which he does. And and so, uh, but you know, uh, cat nobody hear like God. God doesn't have to try to filter, he knows exactly where you are, he knows exactly where I am. The watchman has super hearing day and night while they are awake or while they are asleep. The watchman has. Special voice recognition, because the Bible says thou shalt hear the word at my mouth. He has to hear what God is saying. So he has to filter out whatever he's been listening to. He has to filter out whatever he's been watching. He has to filter out whatever he's been reading to make sure that what he is hearing beyond a shadow of a doubt. He has to know when God speaks. There's no second guessing. Was that you, Lord? No, the watchman has to be in tune with the voice of God. And so they have a special voice recognition that is spiritual, that's built into them because they're walking in obedience to the word of God. The watchman has the ability to demonstratively, audibly, visually Provide a complete warning from the Lord. They know what to do. They know how to do it to make sure that you have a clear understanding that God is speaking. That God is saying something good. Well, whatever He says is good. Uh, when God says repent of your sins, that's a good thing. When God says that I'm going to chasten you if you don't straight, that's a good thing. When God speaks to you, it's a good thing. The Bible said the goodness of God leads us to repentance. The watchman is God's warning system. God has the best warning system and there is no no better warning system. And listen, if the watchman that was here yesterday is gone tomorrow, there's another watchman to take his place. God God has a warning system all around the world. God's warning system is better than any early detection alert. It's better than any siren. Uh, you know, uh, they used to flash on the, t- on the TV. We interrupt this broadcast with a special bulletin. Uh, God has it better than that. He knows just what to do. Uh, when God wants to get your attention, uh, God can get your attention without, uh, without the presence of the watchman even being there. But he uses the watchman. The Bible tells us in Matthew 2 and 12, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. See, God warned them in a dream. God warns men in dreams because of the hardness of their heart. Uh, so if you're dreaming, you seeing things in a dream that you know is, is stirring your mind up. Don't don't brush it off. Don't brush it off. Job 4, uh, the fourth chapter 13 through 16 says. Uh, In thought, from the vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth on men, fear came upon me and trembling, which made all my bones to shake. Then a spirit passed before my face. The hair of my, uh, my flesh stood up. It stood still, but I could not discern the form thereof. An image was before my eyes. There was silence, and I heard a voice say, "God knows how to get your attention." You know, uh, we were at home some some years ago, many, many, many years ago, and uh, and something of a form walked into the room. Couldn't tell what it was. Not there was not a uh, a manifestation, but we both were laying in bed and knew that someone was in. There was a presence. The next morning, uh, as uh, we talked about it, I tried to play it off a little bit like, you know, uh, yeah, you know, but I, I'm telling you, I was afraid to get out to bed, to go to the bathroom all night long because of that presence. Listen, and it's something about it was that there was a certain piece that, that it left behind, but the fear, was so fearful at the immediate presence and acknowledgement of it. God knows how to show up and stir up everyone's mind. God knows how to get everyone's attention and it starts with the watchman. No one is excluded. The eighth verse says, when I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou doest not speak to warn the wicked from his ways, the wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. The watchman has the power to deliver a message that is good, bad. It could be very ugly too. the watchman cannot choose to be selective with the message if it's not a good message. He can't be selective and just preach all blessings. Never tell those that are that are out of order to get in order. It can't always be a uh, top of the hill message. Some messages are going to be stern and very sober, as they would uh, someone would say uh, a, a come to Jesus message, you know. Um, and so uh, it doesn't. The messenger does not. The watchman does not have a choice to alter the message without. There being consequences. Now, I know that as a, a minister, you would love, you would love to preach those good messages, message of prosperity. You're going to be blessed, sister, brother. You're going to God's going to take you places. You know, all of it. You would love to do that. But that's not the reality, regardless of being a uh, a public or a secret hell raiser. You know, uh, some people are just doing what they want to do. But you're going to be blessed anyhow. God God is, it, look, you name it, you claim it. You know, we at, there's a few more weeks left in 2020. God's going to work it out. But you haven't worked anything out with God yet. It doesn't matter what you do because we're all going to heaven. It don't matter how you acted. it. It don't matter how disobedient you've been unto God, it don't matter, because we all go into heaven. But that's not true. Hey, hey, give me a high five. Yes. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not the true reality. Doing anything, doing everything we want here on earth, you know, like The Purge, you know, the movie The Purge, they, they had a day where they could just go out and do all that they wanted to do with no consequences. That's not reality. However, I will tell you that during the tribulation period, there are some things that are going to occur that John was not able to write about. And nobody knows what it is. So nobody can preach that message. Nobody can give you their thought and opinion about it because the Lord told John to seal it up. You don't want to be here. And the same when you arrive on the other side. When we get to the other side, it is not going to be like it is here. No. Sheep's on the right. Understand goats on the left. They'll never run together anymore. They'll never there'll be a separation of the chaff and the wheat. They'll never grow together anymore. Can you imagine what 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 would be the purpose of a new heaven and a new earth? Or what would even be the purpose of hell? If everybody can and and you could do any and everything you wanted to do and, and go there. What would be the purpose of, of a man dying on the cross for our sins? What sins? We could do whatever we want to do and go there. It would have all been in vain if it was not real. But this thing is real. The watchman is charged to ignore such foolishness. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 4. He said, I charge thee before, therefore before God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead as is appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts. See, after their own lust, They won't, won't listen to what the preachers, the watchmen are saying because of their own lust. You got to deal with those issues. Having ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall turn unto fables. You know, I had someone tell me that uh, their 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 friend, you know, that's what they call boyfriend girlfriend. Their friend told them you don't need to go to church, but their friend didn't tell them you don't need to get in bed with me without a marriage license. Their friend did not tell them that uh, that. Well, you know what? I'm not going to stay there. But listen. Don't listen to those friends because those friends will get you in trouble. Those friends will have you and have you out the will of God. Consequences of the watchman can result in damnation of his own soul. And listen, I'm not going to hell for you or anyone else. No, and not my look. Paul said, I bring my flesh into subjection. I'm talking to myself. Self, you better obey. You got to obey the word of God. You not look. Your body don't go to the left and your head go right. No, wherever your head goes, that's where the body is going to follow. So you make sure that you follow what God is saying. If thou doest not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood shall. Will I require at thy hand? I, My hands are not. I was not born with red hands and I'm not leaving here with red hands either. You should feel the same way. Watch me. Watch me, use the insight God has given you, the power of insight. Use the hearing and use the voice, insight, hearing, and a voice to warn the people. You have the power to do that because God has given you that power. The ninth verse says, nonetheless, if thou will warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Nonetheless, meaning, in, in spite of that, notwithstanding, all the same, you've done your job. Watchmen, do your job. Saints, do your job. The Bible said uh, if you see a brother overtaken in a fault, think about yourself. How would you want somebody to approach you? And that's how you go about it. You don't just run up to somebody. Think about how you want to be approached. Use some wisdom. If you don't know what to say, don't say nothing at all. Tell, get someone that is responsible. But you be careful what you say and what you describe, because if it was you, you would want the same. You would want mercy. You would desire someone with compassion to approach you. The watchman has to have compassion. These are God's people. We don't beat up on God's people. Uh, the watchman has a responsibility to take care of the flock, to make sure, that, oh, there's a tick on you. Let me get that tick off of you. Oh, there's a flea. I saw a flea. Let me make sure that you that you are less. Oh, uh, There's a wolf over there. Uh, don't go over there. Matter of fact, I'm going to go over there with the staff, and I'm going to beat those bushes, and if that wolf come out, I'm going to hit that wolf too. It's compassion. If the shepherd has to retrieve the sheep that has gone astray, and in the process that sheep is injured, it is the shepherd's responsibility, the watchman's responsibility, to make sure that 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 sheep is well taken care of and nursed back to health. Nonetheless, in spite of that, notwithstanding, all the same, do your job after being well-informed after you tell someone don't do that and they do it anyway and they get caught by a lion they get caught by a bear they get caught by a wolf uh, that's on them but you're going to do everything that you can within your power because you have the power to make sure that they are completely aware and warned like my grandson told me there are consequences there are consequences to what you say. There are consequences to what you do. Now, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Some of you, some of us would have been classified, and I'm just going to leave that line blank. You can fill it in because you already know. Some of us, thank God for salvation. Thank God for as a songwriter, as, as we have sung, soft and pick me up, turn me around, set my feet on solid ground. You know, the Lord has done something, went to a prayer meeting one night, my heart went white and God changed all of that, not just for me, but for so many. Uh, as we would be classified under a certain heading. Therefore, thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Who am I speaking to? The church, the house of Israel. Thus. Ye speak, saying, if our transgression, the house of Israel is is responding back. If our transgression sins be upon us, why pine away in them? And we should, how are we going to live? You know, if all of this, listen, listen, watchman. One more thing you need to understand. One more thing, the watchman is empowered with the gift of knowledge. The more uh, there is the watchman, the watchman is empowered. The power of the watchman the gift of knowledge. He doesn't have to have a PhD in theology or meet your academic requirements. Uh, He just has to be, or she has to just be called by God. God calls the individual into the work of the ministry and they must obey his word and stay connected, connected to the power core. The omniscient. God knows everything. The watchman doesn't know everything. God knows everything. The watchman is I'm flesh and blood just like you. Uh, I uh, are the other men that we read about in the scripture. All of them. Elijah was uh, was was a man of like compassion, meaning he dealt with the cold. He dealt with the heat. He dealt with the fact that when the famine came, he was going to be hungry and God sent him meat by a bird. Listen, I see he's going to be hungry. He's going to have to eat some protein from somewhere else. Listen, and so you have to stay connected. Watchmen, ministers, stay connected to the power core. God knows everything. Connected to the power of omnipresence because God is everywhere. I'm not everywhere God is. I don't have to be everywhere to see or hear or to know what's going on. I don't have to be. I've learned that. Thank you, Jesus. Connected to the power of omniscient. God has all power, unlimited power. So see, I don't have to possess all of that. I don't have to. I just just have to be connected to it. You don't own T-Mobile, but you're connected to it through the, your your phone, you know, or your whatever your hotspot, your tablet, whatever. You know your your eye your your iPad whatever you, uh, your preference is you know and your Nokia whatever your preference is you're connected but you don't own T-Mobile now if you do have some stock in it God bless you I'm glad you you made a wise business decision you know um but stay connected watch me obey the word obey the word let the people know God is wants to revive that's what he wants to do god wants to revive he wants to restore he wants to rehabilitate i want god to revive restore and rehabilitate i want god to i want to make sure i'm praying too. lord create a clean heart in me and renew a right spirit in me too i'm i, I want to be saved above everything the bible says save yourself from this unto generation all of us have to do that let the people know they are they are good and there are bad consequences. And so I'm telling you, go for the good. Say to them, as I live, said the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. That's what God's desire is. See, he wants you to he want those that are not right to turn from their unrighteous. And he wants those that are righteous to stay righteous. Why would you? Why would you die if you don't? You don't have to. Death meaning to be separated from God. Why would you be separated from God when you don't have to? The reason some don't change immediately, and I, and I say immediately because God knows how to deal with the in, individual, and God will deal with a person, and it's up to them. But I'm just going to say the reason some don't change immediately—they are looking for a payoff. They have a pre—they have a pre-receive. Uh, Reward in their mind, and it's not good. It's not good. Most prevalent psychologists uh, talk about payoffs are things that are supported and pretty uh, much considered a nasty habit. The payoff, the payoff—that little bit of get high, that little bit—I'm gonna get lit, that little—I'm gonna get lit, I'm gonna get laid, whatever it is—that uh, payoff. I'm, I'm gonna it's. Is not worth it. And who said you're going to recover back from it? There's something being something in the imagination that is so satisfying. It is so gratifying to the flesh that euphoria uh, heightens and God is completely excluded. Therefore, obedience. There's no obedience unto God because of that. Solomon. Uh, I'm, I'm about to close, but. You know, as I was laying in bed, this is what God said. This is what the Lord said. You know, I'm I'm laying there and I'm it's early and I'm I'm thinking about the notes and I had not crossed this path, but God did. Solomon to the Ecclesia makes it very clear in Proverbs 9, 16 through 18. He said, Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And ask for him that wanteth understanding, say to him, stolen waters Are sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Israel in the book of Ezekiel thought they were getting away with stuff. They were hiding, and they had even in their heart they said, "God don't see us." And there's someone right now. uh, There are those that are saying in their heart, "God don't see what I'm doing. He don't see who I'm sneaking around with." You know, even in this and this pandemic environment, you you need to stop kissing and stay out of people's face that you all up in and stuff. Uh, Strangers. Because they said, I'll you, you know, because they said, I'm gonna treat you right after you've confessed and poured out your heart to them about business that they should not even know. You set your own self up for a fall. But God don't see me. Yes, he does. God sees it all. And so listen. Bread, stolen waters is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Every leaf every level of a thief, a liar, a cheater felt they were slicker than a can of oil. Even some that I'm that right now. Even some that are in ministry. At one time they repented of their sins, but they thought they were slicker than a can of oil. Even retry, tried to do it again after getting caught, felt that they had a better plan. You know, oh, I got caught that time. I got a better plan. I'm going to do it again, and this time I'm not going to get caught. And what happened? They got caught again. Don't be simple and simply walk into the realm of the dead. Cause that the last verse of that 18 verse says that that the simple, the one that, that think that, that they're getting away with the stolen water and eating the, the bread, eating the secret is sweet, that that they're gonna wind up in the den of the dead and in the depths of hell. Take heed to the warning and listen to the watchmen. Listen to the watchmen because they're watching for your soul. They're watching for your soul. Listen, if you're out of the ark of safety, if you've not acknowledged God as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to have your sins remitted in Jesus' name. Have your sins blotted out so that your name is in the Lamb's book of life. Uh, the only way you could do that is through water baptism in Jesus' name, because we're, we're buried with him, and, and the blood of Jesus is applied uh, through water baptism. And so with that being said, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God. We, we understand a little bit more of the power of the watchman, because it comes from you. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless us, to, uh, Lord God, to keep your word in our hearts that we do not sin against you. Help us, Lord God, to govern ourselves according to thy will. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Lord God. Listen, if you've been blessed, please, as I said earlier, encourage someone else, you know, uh, point them in the right direction to the word of God. I want you to to know and remember also that the uh, music that is played is Uh, that of our psalmistress, as well as uh, the the artists and the producers, respectively, you know, and so ask that you will continue to pray for me as I pray for you, you know, and that you be blessed, be blessed, whatever you're going to do this week, be blessed in it, acknowledge God in all your ways. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street, I hope to see you here or to see you there. You know, uh, if you looking for a church home, looking for a place to grow and your ministry to be taught. uh, Certainly there's room here. The Lord has blessed us with a beautiful sanctuary to be in. And so we're going forth in Jesus name until then. I'll see you later.